Welcome to the Chicago Golf Tour Podcast, sponsored by Sub70 Golf. Sub70 Golf is the number one direct-to-consumer golf equipment company based out of Sycamore, Illinois. By cutting out middlemen and unnecessary overhead, Sub70 products are roughly half the cost of other OEMs. Everything is custom-built, and they typically have one- to two-week turnaround times. With a full equipment line from driver through putter and options for everyone, go check out Sub70 Golf at GolfSub70.com. All right, folks, we interrupt this broadcast to tell you about the very best sports coverage in the Chicagoland area. Our go-to, that's Sports Mockery app. The Sports Mockery app is breaking Chicago sports news and rumors, covering the Bears, the Hawks, the Bulls, the Cubs, and the White Sox. Download the Sports Mockery app now, available on iTunes and Google Play stores. Back to the show we go. All right, folks, we are back, and we are back better than ever, Rob. How are we doing, big guy? Good at yourself. Not bad, man. Another beautiful day. Another beautiful Tuesday afternoon. Uh, a lot cooler than the yes. recent uh, weeks. Yep. Um, speaking of, last night, man, on my way home, it was about 67 degrees. It was beautiful out. And then this morning, yeah, a little humid, but still kind of crisp in the morning. Yeah, it was. I want to tell you that today's garbage day, so it was nice taking out the garbage can, garbage, and uh, being a little bit cool. It was uh, I put on a sweatshirt? I was a little chilly. Oh yeah, I think we're we're heading in that direction. We don't want to, you know, we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. We're we're talking about you know, <laughs> the S word, but sure, fall is coming. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, even next week's forecast, I think everything's like in the seventies. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, which is beautiful. I I'll take that weather all year round. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, but for the most part, I mean, the last, what, four or five days, just been nonstop rain. So it's nice to see the sun, um, get a little vitamin D in our yep. systems. Mm -hmm. um, you had yourself a weekend there, Big Rob. Yeah, uh, went up to uh, Indiana, went to, uh, I don't know if you guys heard of it, it's uh, Swan Lake Golf Resort. Uh, they have two courses on there, black and silver. You know, they have their hotel cabins for people to stay at shop house it was you know you just had to park your car and you could be there for the whole weekend so it was uh it was good it was uh hot very hot um we played 36 friday and then we got 54 in on saturday by the Jeez. end of it yeah by the end of it my hands were just done absolutely done i think i had more tape on my fingers than <laughs> <laughs> i mean um swimming in your clothes it felt like you were swimming in your clothes by the second round on saturday it was it was bad. Every time you drank either a beer or water, obviously you sweat it, sweat it right out. But um, yeah, some good golf, some bad golf. But yeah, I can't complain. I was thinking about you though Saturday night. I meant to send you a picture because I had a tomahawk, and I think that has jumped into my top three. It should replace your number one. It doesn't. It doesn't replace the prime rib, but it jumps in the top three. It was. Uh, it was pretty good. Had uh, oh, yeah. had like a garlic uh, marinade over it. It was it was really good. Um, but anyways, yeah. So I mean, if anybody's looking for you know a guys trip destination, it's like two hours away. You do lose an hour because they're on Eastern time. But I mean, I think we paid three ninety five, and it was unlimited golf, two nights stay, breakfast both mornings. Um, can't beat it. So That's a pretty good deal. Yeah, I mean the courses were they got pounded with rain Thursday night, um, and so when we got there Friday morning, um, 
you know, there was standing water, but for the most part, I mean, the greens were pristine. The, I mean, fun holes, fun routing, nothing really gimmicky, some really cool dog legs. You could really, you know, take the ball off the tee and cut some, cut some angles and put yourself nice, but there's some long par four. So it had a little bit of everything for everybody. Good gambling course for sure. The par right. threes were perfect. So I highly recommend Swan Lake Resort. Nice. I'm happy. How about yourself? Did you get any golfing? Did I got in uh, on the last day, Whitetail Ridge. We, oh, nice. Yeah, we actually were supposed to play Wednesday, um, you know, and then the course took some rain prior to, and then the forecast wasn't looking good, so we moved it to Friday. Friday ended up being beautiful out. Um, There's kind of nobody really out there, so it was nice. Um, dude, Whitetail Ridge is better than I remember it, Rob. Really? Of course, you remember I went out and scouted it, probably like late September, early October last year. Yeah. We talked about the clubhouse. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is we played the like 62 or 6,400 tees. So I was curious to see how the course one played in the summer and then number two, how it played from the tips. Okay. It is, I'm telling you, it's a top five public course in Illinois. Really? It is that good, dude. It is unbelievable. Um, Just as good as I remember. You know, it's super well manicured, probably some of the best greens I've ever played on a public course. Um, it's just super lush, you know, the clubhouse, the range, everything that goes into it. Dude, with our discount too, I needed socks. I forgot socks. So I bought socks, I bought balls. Um, and it was still the guy in front of me, I remember the cashier saying 70 bucks. And then I went up balls, socks, tees. Of course, tees are only like a buck, but anyways. And then mine was only 70 bucks. So our, oh, discount, yeah. yeah, our discount was awesome, but yeah, I just was blown away. Um, I just wish it was closer. I would be there a lot. Um, even I would even entertain a membership there just because that's a course where you could play over and over and not get sick of because you can play it from 62, 64 and it's a much different course. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was great. Uh, played pretty well, except for like the first six, seven holes um birdied the first came out firing second hole doubled oh no yeah i so i lost three balls in the first five holes oh due to penalties and somehow escaped out of there with i think uh i think a 40 something like that a 41 and then the back i went 37 38 i don't know anyways i ended up shooting 79 so it was, it was a pretty decent day yeah. For, the amount of, for the amount of penalties I had, um, felt good all day, sitting the ball. Well, um, just the back, the back nine there is awesome. Um, the front is great because the front's more kind of target golf. You know, it's a little bit tighter. The back kind of opens up some fun holes overall. Like I said, Whitetail Ridge is, is about as good as it gets for public golf in the state of Illinois. Sweet. So, yeah, I, I would recommend we get out there together before the, the season comes to a close because I want you to, you know, experience it. It's that so, good, man. So how far is it from your house? Uh, it was about 50 minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. No. Um, we teed off early at like, I don't know, probably 730. Oh, okay. Nice. So, yeah, I left early. It was The traffic wasn't bad. So, it was yeah, it was nice. Um, how long was the round? Round was quick. Um, it was just me and JT, 
we got the round in and probably three just over three hours three oh, that's hours. good that's always good yeah. like i said it, it felt like nobody was out there um we waited on a couple shots but you know for the most part i think the group in front of us was done after nine and that's when it picked up oh gotcha so, yeah but i mean it's just so good i can't you know i can't recommend it enough especially guys who maybe missed the event i would go back out and play it it's it's good man it's yeah. it's for sure going to be on our schedule next year good that's good yeah. to hear yeah. Um, speaking of more golf, Rob, did you catch any of the window? Um, you know, I got home late around. I was watching here and there. Just I like to see who's in, who's out, where the numbers fall and stuff like that. So I was paying attention on Twitter, going on, um, just seeing the live videos and stuff like that. So but, you know, again, I like watch this. I like to see who makes the 125, who misses the 125. Um, can't believe Ricky got 125 on the dot. It should be interesting to see. I thought that was a great point yesterday about, you know, with the live and the, you know, the temporary restraining order. If, you know, they're allowed to come back in, that's what three guys that were in the top 125, you know, what happens to Ricky and, you know, 124, 123, do they just make it 128? Right. You know, it's just kind of crazy to see that. But yeah, it, it, I mean, I didn't catch, catch as much as I wanted to, but I, I also I feel bad for like, what was it, low, uh, lower? Justin Lower, yeah, the one that, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, he wait triple eighteen uh, to miss it. What yeah. is it one twenty six now or one twenty seven? I mean, I think what he still gets like eighteen starts. They're saying, but like that, I mean, that's got to be heartbreaking. But yeah. so, how about you? Uh, didn't catch any of the Wyndham to be honest. Um, I was more like you on Twitter, just following along. Um, Tom Kim, I mean coming out what he triple the first triple yeah. The first, <laughs> yeah 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 and then ended up you know winning uh getting his first pga tour victory so i mean um i mean he got all those points like i would speak one uh john deere you know right. what they he what he jumped up all the way to 34th he didn't yeah. have he was not even in on it obviously because he didn't win yet it was just right. kind of crazy speaking of points did you see bubba stealing spots from kft guys to get in the kft finals fedex got points i'm talking about yeah i saw monday q's his uh his tweet about it yesterday about how yeah. it's yeah and it's simply just because he hasn't teed it up yet in a live event so he's yeah he's just on. right yep so it's crazy man i know that chris nago who we've mentioned before um and then there's like three other guys that are yeah really, that would be you know at the very end of it so yeah yeah, they got to do something about that, man. I mean, you're talking about a potential career-changing opportunity. Sure. I mean, if the guy's already gone, get rid of him. You know? Yeah, I mean, you're talking about somebody's livelihood. It kind of sucks that he could come out last week and say that he's going to be for the 2023 season, but yet. Right, you know. and I get it's contractual and probably some some legality to it, but, I mean, can you imagine – yeah, I mean, the hate those guys must have for one, not only Bubba Watson, but for sure. now too, like just being on the yeah. bubble, knowing you could have got in, but it's a guy who's just sitting on the FedEx Cup points, just sitting there, literally. Yep. Yep. So it's kind of wild. Um, yeah, other than that, I'm pumped for the playoffs. We got the, uh, the St. Jude this week. Yep. Um, I think it's going to be entertaining. I don't know how 
Ricky snuck his way in, to be honest. Or like, I, I, it was crazy because what? Now that qualifies him, obviously, for the playoffs, but it also gets him into the players. Well, somebody was like, uh, we need to audit of the the FedEx Cup points. Right. Like, is that based on, like, exemption or, like, how is he getting in? I don't know. I don't know, too, because, you know, the shotgun start talked, I think, about Nick Watney yesterday about how he's missed, like, the last, what, 13 or 14 cuts and he's yeah. still within you know the top 125 because he what he came in like second in the fall series on one of the, the one of the events or something i can't remember what it technically was but yeah it's just it's kind of crazy so it should be i mean there's got to be a relief obviously for ricky and i like him a lot i hope his game turns back around you know yeah. obviously but i mean that's that's kind of crazy that to have the year that he's had fall on the number but again is it you know, as we're talking right now, what time was the litigation today for the whole thing for live? Is it going on now or later? Yeah. But yeah, and know. I know it's it's on Zoom too. Yeah, so it'd be interesting. I can't see, I can't see if you know they get to come back and play the the playoffs. Like they they, I would think they would have to make it one twenty eight instead of knocking those three guys out. Yeah, and that's super. Like, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Is Nick Watney? I actually forgot about him until you mentioned him. Yeah, um, no, yeah. Uh, I think Andy brought him up, or maybe it was Brendan. But either way, they brought it up yesterday in their podcast, and it's just like you know how how to reformat the system, like how these guys are, these young guys can't get in and stuff like that. Yeah. Speaking of live, Cam Smith, Leishman, <laughs> rumored, they gone. All that this morning. Yeah. I think it's probably been in the works for a while now. Um, yeah. Yeah. I would love to know what Cam Smith's number is. I mean, obviously he's getting more unleashment. And then it's like, you know, if it's the two of them going over there, right. And then they do that next year, they do, you know, obviously countries as the teams, right. It's like, is Smith the captain? Is Leishman the captain? You know, I would, I would say Cam's probably the captain. Um, yeah. And I would expect his number to be probably north of, Bryson. But he was 130 or something like that, right? Yeah, to be honest. Um, you know, it's got to be. I mean, he's he's been on fire, especially with his, his open win. I'm sure he probably threw out a number, and they were like, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I, I would assume it's probably anywhere from 150 to 2, if I had to guess. Just, yeah, I mean, just think about that, right? He's, he's obviously in the top 10 for the FedEx Cup. He finishes out he makes a, a boatload of money and then he goes away and then he goes to live and makes another boatload of money. Yeah. What a freaking, it's crazy. Crazy. There's going to be another wave though, you know, and there's been rumors, but you could expect for sure after the playoffs, maybe even leading up to the playoffs, there's probably going to be another wave of like mm -hmm. three or four guys. Yeah. Um, I just don't think, the PGA tour can sustain it, to be honest. I mean, it's, it's certainly taken um, a huge turn. And then I was reading. So apparently there's a roster of like 82 guys. So the live, the live roster for an event is 48, right? Right. Right. But apparently there's a full roster of like 82. And, yeah. even, and even though those guys aren't playing, they're, su they're supposedly getting like 120. Yeah, they get one. Yeah, I saw that one twenty event, right? Even not with not even playing, right? We're not even playing. Yeah, so you're talking about roughly forty guys, or let's see, 30, 35 odd some guys, mm -hmm. you know, making one hundred twenty k. 
yeah for doing nothing for not playing i mean that's you know you don't think kft guys ams coming out like sit there and just look at that number alone mm-hmm. hey i could just i could just be on the roster i don't even have to be in the event right and they're still paying me sure and if they're young enough they could go do what the asian tour, asian tour stuff like that no family yeah. they could still travel golf get their owgr points things like that yeah so it's crazy man i'm i'm super interested what happens with the the litigation and what comes of it um a lot of people think that you know davis love kind of put you know the pga tour's foot in their mouth with oh, yeah. just the Those whole comments, yeah. comments yeah and then the officials from you know augusta national pretty much what they said um you know if if guys are going to live they're not they're essentially not welcome to play yeah. here yeah so there's definitely going to be some fireworks in the next week or two yeah i um golf on filters podcast yesterday was pretty good too with the lawyer um but uh you know like the whole reading about them with the tents telling the tent vendors they can't go over there and stuff yeah. like that or ogle trees uh um what what his comment about like what am i supposed to sit on the couch and not make money type deal thing too was crazy so yeah. there's a even, lot of even phil <clears throat> phil phil technically was suspended after he, yeah he, he knew mm-hmm. so basically the officials from augusta said you're not you're not playing the masters yeah and then the pga tour suspended him. so things like that i think there's definitely some some things there yeah it should be interesting for sure weren't you supposed to get out to yeah we're supposed to play here just bluffs last thursday and things didn't line up um so i'm trying to hopefully i see some people trying to play thursday afternoon um or friday try to get golden hour in have a presentation for work in the morning uh so maybe Friday afternoon. We'll see, but I definitely obviously need to get out. So I've got a couple of days left to try to do it. Um, and I yeah. don't want to miss my, uh, favorite course, to be honest with you after last weekend, kind of want to get back to, you know, a nice be, 18 and, uh, um, finish strong. That would be two consecutive events too. I know. I don't want to talk about it. I'm not, yeah. I'm not too thrilled about getting ran down for a Cantigny still. Yeah. I mean, potentially if need be, you know, um, I could potentially play with you Friday if you need somebody, but you know. Yeah, no, I mean, like I said, we'll fi- I'll figure it out. I appreciate the offer. I know, like I said, the Slack board had some chatter going on, so I'll have to jump in on that um, and figure out if there's people around. I looked at the T sheet on, uh, you know, on online on their website, and Friday afternoon looks pretty open, so it's a good thing, you know. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. All right, we're gonna jump right into the uh, book it with T. FedEx, uh, FedEx Cup, St. Jude picks. Sweet. What do you like? You know, I was, yeah. I was reading some about. Um, you know, I know Rory's favored. I kind of like that, but then were, I was reading about how people or the the reporter was like, you know, Spieth too. You know, he, he that'd be a big payday. So I'm like, ah, oh, well, I like Spieth, so I'm, I'm gonna go with Spieth. Shocker. shocker. Yeah. Big time shocker. Big time, Shocker. Uh, How about you? You know, I haven't really looked at the field much. Just looking at T's picks. I mean, Alex Noren. So I'll just go over T's picks real quick. His long shots, Noren one thirty to one. Love that. 
anytime Noren's 131, I'll sprinkle on that. Uh, Riley, 100 to 1. Neiman, 50 to 1. Young, 30 to 1. That's another good pick. And then his favorite, John Rahm, 20 to 1. And you could book it with T. You know, it's when I see Young, it always makes me think of Will. Um, how about him letting go of his caddy mid tournament this weekend? Yeah, kind of surprising. Very. I don't um, know. I didn't read the backstory on that. Do you know more info? Um, not really. I mean, I don't. They, he, what he put out, you know, they're best friends. You know, he's like his best friend for you know because they've been together for the last three years, pretty much. Um, so a mutual thing. I don't know. I mean, it's not like I, I always. I mean, I know your caddy is important, but it always cracks me up too when like a player gets mad at a caddy, you know, because it's like you're the one that's taking the swing, dude. You right. know, it's right. you're the one that's putting. He's not putting. You right. know, it's like. So yeah, I yeah. get the yardage thing, I you know, sometimes, but it's like, you know, your clubs, you know what you can hit, you know, type deal thing. And so that kind of irritates me sometimes. But, yeah, I thought that was shocking. So I so I agree with you for the most part. But I also think that caddies are super underrated. I mean, if you have a really good caddy, I think it's game changer. Um, but knowledge is, yeah, for sure. Like bones. Yeah. Perfect example. Like, right. Right. With him, with all his years of knowledge, all his books, all his notes. Yeah, for right. sure. And I would assume there's probably like different levels of caddying on the PGA Tour. Like, I'm sure there's caddies that are on the PGA Tour that are just like an autopilot. And, you know, because I know it's it's mostly up to the player. Like, some players don't want to read from their caddy. Like, right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm sure there's caddies out there that literally just hand clubs all day and don't say a fucking word. And then mm-hmm. there's other caddies that, Players want them more involved and say, hey, you know, what do you think of this read? What do you think of this? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it just depends. But to your point, like his putting stroke is horrendous. So, yeah. you know, you can't blame that on anybody. But I don't think that has much to do with it. I wonder if it's more of just a kind of a, a business decision. Like, hey, you know, I'd, I'd rather you be my best friend than, you know, us kind of in business together in bed and something go wrong down the line. So let's just mm-hmm. sit here. Right. Um, but getting into the more into the caddy side, that has always intrigued me a ton. Like, you know, your boy Spieth and Greller, like obviously they're a top three caddy player combo. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's something we could probably dive into more on an mm-hmm. episode, literally just about caddies and maybe even, you know, we could bring on a caddy. Um, which would be super cool. Mm-hmm. So I think there's just, I think there's more to it than sure. Hundred percent. All right, we'll dive. But in. yeah, like getting back to T's picks, though. I do. When you say young, it's like God. That guy, he's due. Like he's absolutely due. Like yeah. I like that pick a lot. Big time. Are you ready for the top three, Rob? I am ready for the top three. So <laughs> Saturday night, you know, we get done golfing and we order some pizza, and uh, we're all sitting around. <laughs> in the uh in the um uh what do you want like the common area right and you know they have a big tv on there we turn it on and uh someone puts on draft day so do you ever see draft day the movie yeah no no <laughs> either have i so half the guys are like oh man this movie's great you know so you got a bunch you got a few guys just sitting there eating pizza on a 
and a, and a guy's weekend type deal thing, just sitting there watching draft day. I was dying laughing, but it got me to think about what would be your top three. I know we did top three golf movies, but what are your top three sports movies outside of golf? Hold on. Is draft day a golf movie or is it a football movie? It's a football movie. Draft day. So Kevin Costner, it's about the Cleveland Browns and actual with their draft. No, off the, off the search on that one. Yeah, um, but it got me thinking. What would be your top three sports movies outside of golf movies? That's a good one. There's so many sports movies out there, but nothing could be my banana and apple. So don't worry about it. I mean, I got I got, I got abuse for that one. So I, I'm I have at least one in here that's going to absolutely throw you for your loop. Okay. Um, it's probably my, my third. Okay. Little giants. Oh, fuck no, man. That movie's great. Great movie. Ella, Ella, Ella can't stop watching it. Icebox. Come on, right. man. Yeah. Little giants is unbelievable. Yep. Uh, number two, I would probably say the program. I just watched that last week. And that great is, movie. Oh um, man. One's hard, but I would probably just, I would probably have to say Major League. That would probably be sure the one. I mean, honestly, you could probably substitute anything with number one, the whole list. I mean, there's just so many good ones. Rookie of the Year, you got, you know, mm-hmm. Ace Ventura can be considered a sport movie. Place <laughs> is out. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, how about you? Um, it got me thinking because I, I – so three would have to be Cinderella Man. Ooh, Love that movie. Gee, great movie. That's that's a great movie. That could be on at any spot in the movie, and I'll keep watching it if I flip it on. Um, two is I got a theme where Russell Crowe. I love Mystery Alaska. I don't know if I've ever seen that. It's about Alaska and the hockey team, and you know, yeah. Pond. It's it's great. And then number one, it's kind of funny. Is like I I love James Con, and I I love the program. So you know, watching that last week was brought back the memories of how much I liked that movie. Oh yeah. Well, but there's some honorable mentions like any given Sunday is an awesome movie. Yeah. Um, so stuff like that, but yeah, good, good call. A little giants, dude. I love little giants. Oh yeah. I mean, the program's ruthless. It's just old school. Yeah. Um, you know, in the trenches, just the eye black, just steroids. Like sure. oh, the yeah. movie's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get shit from Vince, so I better honorable mention to is Rudy. But you know, one of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> I mean, being a being a Michigan fan, yeah. Um, s- still to this day, like I just, and it's not well, it is the whole Notre Dame thing. Um, but I just don't get the movie. I mean, the guy the guy stunk. He was on his bench, <laughs> got in for a quick hot minute. You know, quarterback made a, a poor decision and held on to the ball, and, and Rudy got a sack. I mean, it's just – it's unfortunate that that movie exists, to be honest. So, until then, Rob. We'll, All right. Until next episode. We'll, uh, we'll see you in the fairway. In the fairway, Tom. See you, buddy. <laughs>